So we getting it started, and who better to have than my guy who ain't who was on me in the mindset last time, probably like two years ago. Yeah, he been he been he been grinding, man, low key out the cut. But I brought him back out. Is my boy Gene? What's good, bro? What up, dog? How you doing, bro? What's poppin', man? It's man, I appreciate good you for having you, me again, man. It's definitely been a while. Uh, last time we we connected on the pod, the pod went crazy, super crazy. Um, so I already know today we finna cook, yeah. and we really gonna give the listeners what they need. No fact, you know. Uh, because there's a lot of people out there that are delivering messages, but unfortunately their message is not being received because they're not communicating correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And today we're going to communicate correctly. Let's, hey, let's get it, man. Like I said, this is only for YouTube. So if you're watching this, make sure you, if you, you want to keep watching this kind of content, subscribe to the channel, share this channel, like, do that, uh, review, rating, all this, all those things. So we finna go super, super crazy with this, uh, series here. So like getting straight to it, like um, what you been on, bro? Like you know you been you you been ducked <laughs> off and low. What you been on? How you been, bro? I've been good, man. I really just been um doing doing a a self assessment, uh, reassessing what it is that I want because I'm a big firm believer that goals can change and that's okay, and your goals should change as you grow, as Thanks. your mindset grow, as you equip yourself with new information, right? More value. Your goal should evolve or expand based on that new growth that you just received by working on yourself. So I've really been just pouring back into myself, doing some restructuring, um, consolidated some of the, the rental properties that I had, um, went and got a few licenses, started mm-hmm. a few new businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I'm back, bro. I'm feeling very refreshed, re-energized. You sound like it too. And um, it's, it's, it's just that season. No, it is. It really it's is. It's that season, man. You you sound refreshed. And I like something you said. You're talking about as you grow, you know, things change. And I feel like sometimes as outsiders and people that watch, they'll try to, as you grow, people are always trying to box you in and hold you into the old Jew for mm. real. Because I even had somebody, Um, I posted a clip, and I don't even remember exactly what I was, I can't remember exactly what I was talking about. But I remember somebody commented, and he was like, man, I feel like, he was a fan of the other man that mom says, he was saying it out of love, he went on bullshit. Right. He was like, but I feel like this is a contradiction to something I said on the old ass episode. And I'm like, look, bro, like, that, I said that when I was like 25, 26. Right. I'm almost 30 now. So I'm have, I didn't had different experiences. So I'm gonna think about things a little differently. Now you can't put, you can't expect me to always think how I thought at 25, bro. No, Shit changed. You gotta grow. You gotta grow. Yeah, yeah. But you know what it is, bro? It's funny that you bring this up because I was just having this conversation last night um, in Chicago at, at the bar. And I was saying how sometimes, um, sometimes we may view somebody bigger than who they really is, that we may lower our own standard. Mm, what you mean? Break, break that down. What you mean by that? Yeah. So, for instance, right? So, I, I met with somebody yesterday and... Uh, Drove, drove an hour just, just to have conversation. And I only drove the hour because of who the person was, mm. right? If it was somebody else, I would have just said, okay, let's just hop on the phone. Let's, you know, let's chop it up by Zoom. You know, let's figure out how to make it work. <laughs> you know, but just because well, of who right. he was, I said, it's you know what? Let's, it's worth it. Let, yeah, it's worth it. Let me make the drive. And so what, what I failed to realize was, um, I failed to realize who I was in that moment because of who he was to me. Damn. Right? But he didn't view me in the same in the same vision or in the same perspective because when I got there, it was only a ten minute conversation. So I drove an hour for a ten for minute a ten conversation. minute conversation, and so it threw me off my system. And 
if it wasn't him, I probably would have just picked up the phone and been like, hey, let's chop it up real quick. You know, what is it that you want to talk about? You know, before I actually make the drive, but because it was this person, I said, you know what, let me just go ahead and make the drive. I don't even want to think twice about it. This so-and-so. Let me make this trip. And so it really taught me that we got to, you, you got to stick to your system. Mm. No matter who, who, how who big is. that other person is, you just as equally as important, right? You just as equally as important. And the only reason why it was a 10-minute conversation and not a conversation that was 30 or, or an hour, or actually, you know what? It's not even about the, the amount of time that we talked. It was about the value that was exchanged in the conversation, right? Because we can talk for 10 minutes, but there could be a tremendous amount of value, value in, in that, that 10 minutes. Facts. But it was a 10-minute conversation of low to, to no value. And I had to realize the reason why the, the, the meeting went that way is because he is still looking at me as the gene from 2016, he not looking at the gene in 2023, right? He don't understand the sweat equity, the growth, no, the late nights, the sacrifices, right? The amount of times where I had to wake up and grind, you know, just to put myself in position to where I am right position. now, you know? And I just wanted to bring that up because it, it connects to what you just said about how, you know, he brought something up from, a, from you know, when you was 26. Right. You know, sometimes people... Uh, perspective of you is still the person that they thought you was or, the, or who they knew you to be. Knew, back knew, then. Knew you to be. Right. And so when we recognize that the best thing to do is to not take it personal, Facts. but recognize it and move accordingly, stick mm-hmm. to your system. Hey, that's heavy, bro. Cause a lot of, a lot of people will switch up with, they, with whatever the hell they got going on just because of the situation and who it may be. And a lot of times it do backfire though. Yeah. It's because you got you getting out of place outside of your system. Bro, that's an hour. That's an hour. I'm spending in the car. An hour driving back. Bro, you know how much an hour of my time worth? Facts. Think about that. Think about what you could have been doing. An hour of my time, gone. That's 15, 20 G's. I can't you get back. You can't get back. You know what Talk I'm saying? Talking shit. Talking shit. <laughs> that's 15, 20 G's. I can't get no, back. No, facts. Facts. That's real talk, bro. That's real talk. And talk like um, you know, before we before we start recording, you was talking about how um, you just just ventured into a new business. Oh yeah, and you going crazy. You running it up. Oh, so yeah. talk talk about that, man. Yeah, man. So um, so I launched a tax firm, Magnolia Tax Services, where we specialize in tax advisory, tax planning services for small to medium sized businesses. And so what a lot of folks don't know is I've been in the tax space since 2020. But people are familiar with Gene as, as the real estate guy. Right. You know, Gene, Gene in real estate. But they don't know that Gene has been leveraging real estate to offset his taxable offset. income. Exactly. Right. And so it's two folds to the story. So I launched a tax firm and um, we, we've been blessed, man, to help so many people. So many people. On average, we save our clients, you know, $17,540 a year. That's on average. For real? You know, That's I got crazy. some clients where we're wiping out $200,000 worth of tax liability, half a million dollars worth of tax liability. And I've realized that the more value that you provide to other people, the more people pay for that value. Facts. And you can charge more based on the value that you provide. So I always tell folks all the time, right, if you're not happy with the numbers that you see when you open up your bank account, that means you need to figure out how you can provide more value. 
right? And so I had to go back and work on myself, bro, so I can provide more value. Mm. But you know one thing though, when you when you when your bank account ain't hidden for nothing, it's hard to have that mentality because you just think about survival. Mm. Like, man, what the? I, I need some bread. I need to figure out something. Oh, so yeah. you can't even like one thing financial um, stability gives you is flexibility in your thinking. Mm. Like as far as creatively, you know what I'm saying? You think it from a free space and yeah. you just thinking of anything like, oh, I could do this, I could do that. Cause you know, not only do I got the thoughts, but I got the funding to fund this idea. But when you ain't got that bread, it's hard for you to really be thinking like, can I, cause you think like, oh, I ain't got the money to start that. I ain't yeah. got the money to start that. So you just thinking from like starvation, desperation, but how can you get out of that mindset when you ain't got no bread? Mm, that's that's a good question, bro. And and the the worst time to build anything is when you in panic mode. Facts. The worst time to build anything is when you in panic mode, right? I remember when when I was joining the organization, they said, "Hey, if 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 your brother was or somebody you love was in a in a in a, in a house and the house is on fire, what's the first thing you're gonna do?" They gave me a list of things. Is it you're gonna call? Call the fire department, you're gonna call the police, you're gonna call somebody that knows this person, or you're not gonna panic. I said, I'm not gonna panic. Because if I start panicking, I can't help or save nobody. It's facts. You ain't gonna be able to call nobody. You gotta remain calm. You gotta remain calm. So, to answer the question, what does a person do when they're in an environment where they, they're, they're surviving, they're paycheck to paycheck, they're trying to get out of the cycle of not having shit? You gotta go to work on yourself. Mm. You gotta go to work on yourself. That's the only way, bro. No, it That's, is. You, you got to go to work on yourself. And the first step to going to work on yourself is believing that you can change your situation. Real talk. You got to believe you can change your situation because believing is half the fight. It is, bro. The other half is the action, the action. behind your belief system. Facts. Because you can never accomplish anything that's below your belief system. Facts. Period. Facts. If you don't believe, it's over. It don't, matter, it don't matter how talented you are either. It don't matter how talented you are. Mm -hmm. You got to believe, right? Michael Jordan didn't win six rings by not believing. Facts. Right? He believed, bro. So to that person that has negative in their account, right? I was once negative We've in been my there. account. We've all been there. Many times. Facts. Many times. But I believed that I had the abilities and the skill sets to change my situation, and I had to go to work on myself. Mm. I said, fuck everything. Fuck the FOMO. Right. Skip the FOMO. So many people drive themselves in debt because of FOMO, bro. Real talk, bro. FOMO. Real and they talk. wondering why they're not getting ahead because you steady out kicking and sit your ass down and go grind. I tell folks all the time, you got grind or die. <laughs> no, grind real. or die. For real. Because the moment you stop grinding is the moment that you start dying. Because we're we're in a we're bro, every this whole life is evolving. The world never stops spinning. Never. It's always changing. Oh, mm -hmm. Right? Every technology is always changing. You either growing? Right. You either growing or you dying. Mm -hmm. And so if you understand that everything around you is always changing, why are you not changing? Why are you not changing? One of my mentors told me, he said, he said, Gene, you can have more than you got. Because you can become more than the person that you are right now. I say, wait, what? He said, let me say it the other way. He said, you can have less of what you have right now if you never change the person that you are right now. You understand that? That's what he told me. And I know one thing for sure, I already ain't had shit at the time. <laughs> so right. I definitely don't want less than what I got right, right, right now. You know what I'm saying? 
Facts. So, <laughs> you, you really gotta, man, believe, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta believe, and then you gotta start getting around people that can educate you. And sometimes we may not have, we may not that be able kind to of touch that person, mm-hmm. you know, but you can pick up a book. Some of my That's best mentors so I never I never met. Facts. Some of my best mentors I never met. But I met them through a book. And that was right? enough. And that was enough. I was able to learn from their experiences through a book. A wise man said, I would rather learn from somebody else's mistakes than to learn from my own mistakes. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? If if X got the cheat code, why would I go try to create a whole nother code? Exactly. I would, I would much rather, if I, if I was real, I would say, bro, can I buy the code from you? No. Because I don't want free. You don't want none for free. And you know what I say about, I, I hate free, bro. Mm-hmm. Because people who don't pay, don't pay attention. They don't. I say this all the time. People who don't pay, don't pay attention. I don't want free. If it's free, I don't want it. I'd rather hustle and go get it because I will appreciate it more. more. Right? Think about all the kids, bro, that, you know, daddy, auntie, whoever, very successful, you know, just give them, give them a car, sweet 16 or, you know, not, not all of them, but you got some of them where they get the car and then two weeks later they don't wreck the car. They never appreciated it to begin with. Right? You got to have some form of sentimental value to everything that you're doing. So if you got negative in your account, you got to believe, right? That's half the fight. The third, the other third of the fight is you got to increase in value. You got to get some form of education. Read a book. Go to a webinar. Go to a seminar. Listen to podcasts. Do whatever you got to do to increase your knowledge base. And then the last piece is the action, bro. Got to take action. You got to take action. Nothing going to happen. So many people just sit back and they just read, 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 but they never take no fucking action, bro. How how many smart-ass people you know but ain't got no bread? Oh, man, I know plenty of them. Exactly. That motherfucker know everything. Everything. Law and demand, supply. (laughs) I mean, he just know everything. (laughs) Right. You You be like, damn, bro, why you ain't rich? Right. If if, if you know supply and demand, where where your product at? Exactly. Where your product at? No, for real. You know, and it's just interesting, bro. I think that that us as people, we are continuously trying to figure ourselves out, you know, and the ones that that, that are not, they're just drifting, bro. They're drifting. They're just drifting. And they don't realize... Because yeah, so many of us, we just don't take life seriously. But in the times we in, yo, you got to take this shit seriously. Just because simply off this alone, the wealth gap is widening so fucking much. Where it's like, people don't realize that, bro, if you don't get to it 20 years from now, bro, your access and, oppor- and the opportunities you have is going to be slim to none. Slim to none. It's all, you know what I'm saying? Like, But people don't understand that because they don't really see what the fuck is going on for real, bro. Mm, you just said something. You just said something deep, bro. You know the saying that um, they say, miss one bus, another bus coming? Yep. Bro, that second bus ain't coming, bro. Mm. Hide that mentality. That second bus ain't coming. You got to hop on the bus right now. No, for real. You got to hop on the bus right now and leverage the opportunity right now because you don't know when you're going to get the next one. You don't. Right? Maybe that one opportunity was the universe testing you to see if you worth a second opportunity. Mm. Think about it like that. That's deep. That's Think deep. about it like that, bro. Like, it, it ain't no miss, miss this opportunity. Oh, I'll catch the next one. Nah, bro. Universe don't reward that. That's negative yeah. behavior. 
Right. It does, it's not going to reward it. You know, the universe is going to reward you showing up, being fully present. You got to be fully present in everything you do, bro. And that's why I always tell folks that entrepreneurship is 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 a lonely road. It is. You know, and it's for the folks that really want to win. You got to have something deeply inside of you that you care about that drives. You got to have a big why. A big a old big, why. A big old why, bro. Because what happens when the motivation leaves? What you going to do? You gonna quit because this because the motivation gonna leave. The motivation gonna leave. It's gonna leave us. It somewhere. ain't about if. It's, it's about when. when it does. Yep. Are you prepared for when it does? Especially, especially if you're trying to build a, a business. Bad. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to build a business around a system that can earn when you're not there. That's the business I'm trying to build. I'm trying to build a system where I can earn when I'm not there, and that's about putting other people in position. But first, I gotta get in position. You gotta get in position, right? And I got to show up every single day. How does it look if I show up for my team and I'm sad? You know, or, or I'm still thinking about some shit that happened yesterday that ain't got nothing to do with business. Right? You, you got to be able to show up for your team, bro. You got you to gotta motivate them. And you got to lead by example. I ain't never told nobody on my team to do something that I wasn't willing to do. Matter of fact, I'm going to do it first just to show you how I want it done. I'm going to do it first just to show you how I want it done. You know, and sometimes people got to be able to believe that it's possible. And that's why I'm a firm believer, bro, that you you, you got to become the best version of yourself before mm-hmm. you can help anybody else. You know, and, and granted, that's, that's a bit touche because I mentioned earlier that we're always evolving. We're always growing. So you're always becoming the next, ber- exactly. next best version of yourself. Exactly. It never ends. It never ends. But you got to start taking steps. You got to be striving. And take those take steps. steps bro. And, like, and to, to double back on that belief part, because that's... The belief is free. That's and and that's so that's the easiest thing you can do. But so many of us, we do struggle with that part. Like it, it like I said, and it's a reason why you'll see people no talent at all, no not the smartest people at all, but extremely successful. On the other side of that, the smartest pretty people, people with the most talent, don't got half success that people got. You know why? Because it comes down to belief for real. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's funny because I was having a conversation about this recently. Like usually. The people with the least talent be the most confident. Yeah. It's the craziest shit in the world. Yeah, like, bro. I know people that got crazy talent, bro. When you talk about athletics, you talk about music or business, but they confidence, you be like, bro, why are you so low confident? Like, bro, you a dope-ass motherfucker, bro. Yeah. And then you got the person that can't do shit. You like, this motherfucker trash. And you like, I'm, I'm, I'm cold, ain't I? You like, damn, that's crazy. So it's a, it's definitely an inter- interesting dynamic. Like, at the end of the day, if you don't, if you don't believe in yourself, you already lost the game over. It's over, bro. It's over with. And, and the reason why that person that is less talented is more confident is because he or she has recognized that. And they're willing to put the work in. Mm-hmm. They're willing to put the work in to bridge the gap between where they are right now and from where they want to go. Like, let's let's take a look at it for a second. You know, you you ever met two people that work at the same company, right? They in the same role, got the same job, right? James make a thousand dollars, Mike make two thousand dollars. They in the same role. They live in the same community. They drive the same distance back and forth from work. But James make two thousand dollars, and Mike only make one thousand dollars. What's the difference? Why is it that James is making more than Mike? That's crazy. Well, well, oh, is it is it time? They both got the same amount of time. They both got the same 24 hours, you know. And, and what I hate, bro, is when people say, oh, if I just had a little bit more time. Time, right. You're not going to have no you're more not, time. You're not, nigga. It's never going to happen. Nigga, make time. You got to make time. No. You got to increase in value. James was probably increasing in value. He was probably at the crib reading books on how to sell. 
on how to start an e-commerce brand, on how to start a podcast. He was working on himself while Mike was going to the crib and Mike was just chilling. Going to the club. Going to the club, Kicking. popping bottles. No facts. Right? Saw his homies on Snapchat or Instagram out at the club like, damn, is, is it too late to get in? Oh, let me slide real quick. The whole time he had some shit to work on, though. No facts. Because even to touch on that, you got to have that period. I tell everybody this. You got to have a period where it is four months, six months, eight months, a year, where you just out the fucking way, tucked away, and you getting to it. You grinding, bro. Because without that, if you don't do that, like me personally, every time I've done that, I've elevated to a crazy level. Like each time I hit a new level in life, before, prior to that, was me out the fucking way. Yeah. No, not to be seen, not in no club. Now no bar. I'm in the crib every day. I'm reading some shit. I'm learning some shit. And I'm like, I'm getting ready to apply some stuff so I could take off to another level. And I think I think you and I were talking about this earlier, right? Where there's power in sitting still. Yeah. There, there's power in sitting still, man. Like you you can't grow if you always on the move. You know, and, and always being on the move, you may feel like you're being productive. You may feel like you Facts. getting shit done. Facts. And you probably is. But at the same time, as you working and building on your business, don't forget to build on yourself. Don't forget to build on yourself because the business is only going to grow to the level that you at. Right? And so if you comfortable, okay, then stay comfortable. But I don't want comfortable people around me. Mm. I, I, I can't, bro. It's a disease. It is. It's, it's a disease, bro. bro. And, it's, and it's contagious. Mm-hmm. Just like your attitude is a disease. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't want people around me with, with a negative attitude. And there's a saying that goes, he or she that has a positive mental, he or she that has a positive mental attitude will always win. Will always win. No matter what you're going through. We talked about somebody having, you know, negative in their account. He or she that has a positive mental attitude will always win because Mm -hmm. they believe. Mm -hmm. They believe, bro. And and you just can't have that positive attitude when shit going good. That's something you like, I I talk about this all the time. I'll be like, when when great things happen. I don't try to get too high. When bad things happen, I don't try to get too low. Mm-hmm. I'm always staying even keel because at the end of the day, it, tomorrow, it starts over. Yeah. Everything starts over, so it don't matter what great thing I did today. Tomorrow, I got to do it again. Or what bad thing happened today, I could change it. I could turn it around tomorrow. Mm. So I'm always just staying even keel, even though it's moments where it's like, I'm, that was dope. Like, Prime for prime example, like last year, we already talked about this. Last year was a crazy year for me. I took some fucking L's, some huge L's, and, and I built a lot of bad habits too because I was high off my own success. Just being free, I got high. I was feeling myself. I'm like, and I got comfortable. Yeah. Next thing you know, L's, L, 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 L. I said, hold on. I had to sit down. I had to be real myself. I said, hey, I'm tripping. I ain't working out like that. I'm in the clubs, I'm drinking, I'm spending money crazy. That ain't even me. Mm. I need to sit down, come up with some new goals, new strategy. I need to get I need to get straight to it. I start the year off, grind. I'm waking up 5 a.m. every day. I'm working out, I'm getting to it. January, this is past January. January, I just had one of my highest grossing months ever to start the year. But that's because I already then, you know, in my mind, I didn't set everything up. Like, this is what I'm finna do. I ain't fucking around no more. I ain't wasting no time. But, like I'm saying, it, it took me... To be real myself, first and foremost. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because losses is a part of the game. You slacking off is a part of the game. But how you going to bounce back from that? You know what I'm saying? A lot mm-hmm. of people, how many niggas we know didn't have winning seasons, bro? Too and many. you ain't seen these niggas or heard from them since. And I can name a few right Exactly, now. bro. 
<laughs> I can name a few right now. And what you said is so important because, I mean, honestly, bro, when we really look at this whole, like everything we've talked about today is, is synergy, right? And it's all going back to, to the multiple different points that we made. And right. the point that you just talked about was basically you got off your system. I did. I did. Like how, how he took me off my system. Mm-hmm. You got off your system a little bit, bro. I did. And, and that's why our environment and who we surround ourselves around is important. And, you know, like like last year was was a tough year for me. Facts. You know, I, I lost 80, 80 Gs last year. I know the feeling, you know, though. Um, that that I don't I don't say that proudly. I say that through me being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it ain't always it ain't always up and up, bro. It ain't. You know, and I think you know with so, social media don't do no justice. No, because you, all you see is no it's a, you see is the highlights of people. All you see is the highlights. You see this person doing this, this, this. They not telling you about the bad deal they invested in. They not telling you about somebody that backdoored them. Mm-hmm. You know, they not telling them, but they not really like actually giving you the real, giving you the real about what actually happens in business. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff happens. Sometimes you have a you have a dry season. No. Facts. You know, you you might you may have a and that dry season may last a year, it may last two years, but can you still show up and be fully present? Mm, is you right? even gonna want to is anymore? You, right, right. That's that's when you getting tested. Mm-hmm. That's when you getting tested. That's when the universe is saying, "Okay, show me how bad you want it. How serious you is? How serious you is? Is this just one of them little ideas that you just had? Because this year laying over here, it ain't for the weak. It ain't for folks that just got an idea." It's this this right here, this the folks that want to put power and action behind their ideas. And they got a big why. And so last year, bro, I lost, I lost 80 grand, bro. And just bad, bad investments, bad partnerships. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I had over 30 doors mm-hmm. on the real estate side of the house. And yeah, being able to say, oh, I got 30 doors. I know folks that say, all right, 100 doors, I got 200 doors. Okay, but how many of those doors are actually performing? People that don't talk, they don't touch on that that much. You know, how, how many of those doors are actually performing? Okay, well, maybe the door is performing, but you know, how many how many of those addresses are solid properties? What's the maintenance like on those properties? Mm. You know, what's the upkeep? What's the turnover? What location is in? You got long term tenants, or you got tenants that stand for a year and they popping in and out? <laughs> you know, right. because ideally, I, I want a tenant that's going to stay for a while because that's going to keep my costs low. Costs super low. You know. And so I had to get rid of some headache properties, bro. I had to get rid of some headache properties. And a part of that, I had to get, a prop, get rid of a property that was my, you know, one of my top performing properties because of some bad decisions that I made. But the only way that you grow is sometimes you, you do got to make a bad decision. No. But- I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. But sometimes you, you do got to make a bad decision, bro. And so me losing, me losing 80 Gs last year was like, okay, cool. All right, I know what to do. Yeah, and who knows where that leads you to? Right, and more importantly, I know what not to do. But not, and that sometimes that's more important. I like I heard I heard this story about the um about the Chinese farmer and his son. I don't know if you ever heard this before. Mm. It's about the Chinese farmer. He got a son, and they got one horse, right? And the horse um runs away and just leaves, and then the whole town they come to the crib. And like, damn, bro, we sorry about that. Like, about the terrible news. And the father say, I don't know if it's good news or bad news, mm-hmm. right? Next day, the horse come back with another horse. 
and everybody come back over like, dang, the horse came back, got another horse like this. No, I know you're excited about the good news. Father say, I don't know if this is good news or bad news. I don't know. We can see. Next day, the son, he take the two horses out to train them because it's a new horse. He bought a new horse, so he got to train a new horse. Fall, break his back, like Man. paralyzed. Everybody come back over. Sorry for the bad news of going through your son. Pop say, I don't know if this is good news or bad news. Next day, country go at war. Military knock on the door. We need every able body go in the military. You about to go to war. Pop say, damn, my son just broke his back. He can't go. Everybody come over and say, man, I know you happy about that. Your son can't go to the military. He say, I don't know if that's good news or bad news. And it could go, the point of the story is, that shit can go on and on and on and on. So it kind of goes back to what I was saying. At the end of the day, when situations happen, like what you was talking about, sometimes you need to go through things because you don't know where that's leading you to. Yeah. And you also, through it all, the ups and the downs, you just stay even keel about it. You know what I'm saying? Even when it's terrible, you having a bad month, you might not have been in a drought for three, four months. Yeah. You don't know what that drought season about to lead you to. Oh, yeah. And on the other side of that, you could be winning for two years. Mm. Success, success can lead you to some crazy habits if you ain't mentally sharp. You don't know what that bad drop, you don't know what that could lead you to. Yeah. So it's about just staying even. And when I heard that story, I was like, damn, that's 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 some deep shit for real. It is, bro. It's 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 definitely um a testament to having balance. Right. That's what you it's know? about. It's balance. a testament to having balance, man. And when you got balance, you're not overly excited, you ain't underly excited. And you thinking with a clear mind. You know, and, and you and you gotta have a clear mind, and you gotta operate with clear intentions too, when you're going after something that you want. So I really like that story that you shared, and I always tell folks all the time, especially as we talk as we're talking about clarity. You know, make sure your goals are are, are nice and clear. You know, your your goals should be nice and clear. If you can't tell it to a third grader, just it's just like how they say, "Oh, explain something explain to, a third to a third grader." grader. It's the same thing with your goals; they should be nice and clear, short and cut. Simple. Simple. This is what I'm trying to do. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, you can create smart goals and all that shit. Okay, cool. Calm, make it complex and all. Yeah. Bro, set the goal. Right. Set Write goal. it down. Write it down. Because mm-hmm. a goal ain't written down. It's just a wish. That's exactly what it is. A goal not written down, just a wish. You got to write it down. Make it plain, man. Because when you when you write it out out of your head, you're now, you're now beginning the process of materializing it. Cause you got it. You got a thought out of your head, and you put it on paper. It's now in the universe. You, that that's the first step to creation. Is getting it out of your head and put it on paper. And the second step to creation is like, okay, here it is on paper. What what are the actions? What are the steps? Who are the people I need to connect exactly. to that can make this thing I just put down on paper into a real thing, right? And that's why I believe in relationships. Because relationships is worth more than money, bro. It is. Relationships is worth more than money. You know, you, you you can't pay me to backstab my guys. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't not even not even my guy. You can't pay me to backstab nobody. Nobody. You know that that's, that's kind of who I am. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a man of integrity. You know, and what I realize is that, bro, sometimes with money, m- money can really mess with somebody's integrity, bro. It can make you do some shit that you, you know. You would never you thought would, you would do. Man. And it all goes back to, you know, your morals and your value system as well. And one word that I'm using a lot today is system. Because system is systems is, is more than just business, bro. It is. System is about your personal life. You know, 
and with everything that you do. And um, man, bro, I'm I'm at the phase of my life, man, where I'm trying to touch as many people as possible. And I realized that the best way to do that is to find that one thing that we all have in common. common. You know what that is? What's that? Taxes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hey, no. I wanted. I, I was going to literally lead into that. But before we lead into that, I want to uh, say something that I had Sean Cotton, the owner of Say Cheese TV, on my podcast. And this goes back into relationships. That's why I'm bringing this up. So this is off camera. He said, bro, the reason... I'm locking in with you and doing your show is because I see you working and I know you ain't going to stop. I've been seeing your shit. You got posts going viral and I know you're not going to stop. So I'd rather link in with you and build a relationship with you now as opposed to when you out of here and I can't fucking reach you no more. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, I said, that's cr- that's so crazy because a lot of people don't think like that. Niggas want to, they want to wait till you get up and then come holler at Gene. Price but it's price too high. Gene not a reach. He got you got to hit an assistant, assistant, assistant to get to the man. So people don't really value or understand the value in relationships while somebody is at a point that you can actually reach them at. Mm-hmm. I, I I had to touch on that for a second because when he said that to me, I said that's genius. I see why you at the position you in because you got foresight. You got to have foresight to do that, bro. You got to have foresight. It's all about thinking. It's, it's here. Okay, so I'm a big believer. In philosophy, mm-hmm. right? I always tell folks, if you want to change your results, change your philosophy, change your perspective, change the way that you view life, change the way that you view relationships, change the way that you view money. Just change the way, right? And so with relationships, and especially when we're at the beginning of creating something, we're at the beginning of getting to that next phase, is usually the people that's close to us most that we want to support us the most. To yeah. push us the most. Exactly. You know, that shit don't work like that. And, and, and it don't work. Mm-mm. But that's a relationship that we value to our heart and we want it to work. But in most cases, those people don't say, don't share the same vision as you because they still see X as X from 2010. Mm-hmm. They're not seeing X for 2023. And so it take, to the point, it take for you to reach a certain level of success for them to finally say, damn, bro. I wish I would have asked you that a long, a long time, time ago. But they couldn't see the value because mm-hmm. all they saw was who you was from 10 years ago, 12 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And we, we, we got to be humble in our relationships. We got to be humble in our relationships, bro. And we got to let the pride go, too. Mm. We got to let the pride deep, go. Bro. We got people. We got people. There's somebody listening to this episode right now that's going through something right now, bro. Right? And it's somebody in their phone that they can call that can help them. But they pride in the way. They pride in the way. They don't want to pick up the phone and say, can you help? Because mm-hmm. they pride in the way. They don't want they, they want to make it seem like they got it going on. Mm-hmm. They want to make it seem like they got it all figured they out. All figured out. But you don't. But you don't. You don't. No matter how big you get, you would never have it all figured Hell out. No. Hell no. Hell no. And you know what's crazy? Like um speaking on speaking on support. I think a lot of times when we don't get those people that's close to us, close friends, family, and they're not supporting us, we kind of take it per- we take it personal. We think they don't like some, damn, they don't fuck with me type shit. And a lot of times it's just that your movement, movement and progression forces them to look in the mirror. When they look in the mirror, they don't like the shit they see. Ooh, because if me and Gene from the same block, we went to the same school, we grew up around the same people, and he taking off, he killing, he doing, he running it up. 
and I'm sitting stagnant in the same position, now I got to look at myself and say, damn, what's wrong with me? So naturally, when I feel that way, it's like, man, I can't support Gene because if I support him, I'm I'm helping him continue to elevate while I'm sitting stagnant. This is how people feel in those positions. Crabs in a barrel. Crabs in a barrel. But people, a lot of times, they be thinking it's about them. When they ain't really got nothing to do with you, this some personal shit this person got going on. Yeah. They got their own demons they got to deal with to get that um that uh that that low self esteem up out of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> for real, bro. Bro, I have no problem with asking for help. Me neither. I don't, I don't. I don't care who you is, you know who you is to me. You know if I got some place I'm trying to get to, I need to get there. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I need to get there because I I know I don't got a whole bunch of time, but I know I got today. No, for real. I don't know if I got tomorrow. No, for real. But I know I got today, so I want to maximize today. Mm. You know, I want to maximize today, bro. I don't want to waste time. Let's uh let's let's make a pivot real quick to taxes because you talked about this and you talked about early you said your average client you saving them how much fourteen sixteen yeah but so our average client right of course it all depends on you know value and, right, and right. what they're doing but you know average client on on the average side of the house we're saving our clients at a bare minimum seventeen thousand five hundred forty three dollars mm-hmm. so so what year. you so what you, how are you doing what are you doing for them to to save them there bro here and and, and this 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 is gonna be like Crucial, bro. Um, and it's relevant, too. So the reality of it is that it's February, right? It's February 4th, yep. 2023, right? This is tax season. We're, we're in tax season right now. You know, um, tax preparation season. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, bro, is typically around this time in tax season, this is around a time where somebody is looking for, you know, their, their tax accountant. They're enrolled agent or they're certified public accountant to do their taxes. I'm looking, I'm looking for somebody to help me save money on my taxes or for somebody to help increase my refund if you work a W-2 job. But the reality of it is you, you, you kind of a little bit too late. If you start now. If you start now, you kind of a little bit too late. And why is that? Because what we want to do is tax plan. We want to meet throughout the year. Right. So we can start talking about what kind of deductions you should be taking. Right. Now, there are some things that we can do retroactively. There are some things, but it's not a whole lot we can do. So ideally, what you want to do is you want to start planning for your taxes. You want to start planning for tax preparation. Right. So what happens is in our tax planning meetings, we're, we're looking at each individual business to figure out what it is that we can do for you based on your lifestyle. Right. Based on your lifestyle, based on your business model, based on the different systems that you have going on in your life. So if we have a real estate investor like myself, okay, maybe we maybe we'll talk about cost segregation. Right. Maybe we'll talk about how we can leverage real estate to offset some of your taxable income. And that's why I love real estate so much, bro, because real estate, if if you truly want to get to a point to where you never pay anything in taxes, Dog, you gotta own some form of real estate. Yeah, that's 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 the only way that, that you're gonna get there, and that's why Trump is is where he's at with yeah. his taxes because, ain't, ain't he, because of depreciation, right? Because of the D word of depreciation. So we meet throughout the year and we talk about ways to maximize their deductions and write things off so they don't owe. But at the same time, what I always tell potential clients when we're talking is the number one question that you should be asking. Your tax accountant, when, you, when you're looking for somebody to work with, is how, how can you maximize my deductions 
while making sure I still remain profitable on paper as well. That's important. That's important. Especially, especially if you got a black business. Especially if you got a black business. It's already hard for us to get access to capital, bro. Mm-hmm. And what we see is we see a lot of folks listening to people on social media. That's that social media uh, keep you stagnant, dog. It's not real talk. That social media keep you stagnant. And we see people, bro, they got 150 grand worth of revenue in their business gross, but they got $140,000 worth of expenses, $150,000, $160,000 worth of expenses. And they go to, to the bank to try to get some form of business funding. And the bank say, unfortunately, Eugene, but your business is not as profitable as you may think. Now you can't get access to the <laughs> money that you need for marketing and advertising. Mm-hmm. Right. Or to get the money so they can hire the personnel that they need, that, that full time executive assistant to help you create those systems. Right. Because you're too busy writing everything off. Right. <laughs> you know, you listening to your favorite, you know, entrepreneur on Instagram telling you about all these deductions, but they're not telling you about the number one deduction that you can take. What's and, that? And, and still remain profitable on paper. What's that? That's, you got to own some real estate, bro. Mm. You got to own some real estate. The best deduction that's out there is depreciation. No, you know, you you, you hitting on some points because I, I do be seeing a lot of stuff. You know, p- people will encourage you to just pretty much write off everything. When, when, pe- when inquiring minds hear that, they be thinking like, hey, I like fashion. Fendi hoodie. I'm going to go buy me a $800 Fendi hoodie. Yeah. I could write that off. Like, but is that a good idea? Should you be using... Should you be going shopping, you know, traveling and stuff like that, and then writing it off? Is that a good idea? Here, bro. The the it's a good idea at some at a certain point. At a certain point. I'm a big firm believer in finding deductions that will fuel and fund my future. That like, makes sense. That makes sense. I want to find deductions that can fuel and fund my future. But break that down some more, just for the people that hear that. I mean, they're not sh- what, sure what exactly. Yeah, about? what you're okay, talking about. How can I find a deduction that can give me some cash flow? How can I find a deduction that will allow me to get some tax deferred growth? Those are the types of deductions that I like. I don't like the deductions where people are on Instagram right now. True story. People are on Instagram right now telling people to go get business funding, business credit, so they can go buy the Beyonce tickets and write it off. People, that's some crazy. People saying, "I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this." If if you gotta go get some business, if you gotta go get a business credit card to buy a concert, to buy some Beyonce concert tickets, you shouldn't be buying tickets to begin with, right? You should not be buying tickets to begin with. Can you find some way to try to write it off? Probably more than likely. Right. Right. We we can we can but that don't mean you find should. a way, but that don't mean that you should. Right. Right. Take that five G's, take that nine G's and invest it into yourself. Right. Hire a coach. Hire a business coach. Go buy a piece of real estate. Go buy some software that you need that can help you scale. Right. Go invest into, you know, an HSA. Right. Get get a deduction. You know, if you can't write it off, you shouldn't probably buy it anyway. You know, and so that that kills me, bro. When I see people, they're generating revenue, but they got all these expenses and they can't get the funding that they need because they listen to somebody on social media that's just saying write everything off, mm-hmm. and they get in a pat on their back because when they file taxes, they they not owing anything. They not owing. They right. 
you know, but they don't realize that you can't get funding now. You can't get funding, bro. I had to, I literally had to find that out the hard way. I'm in my first year in business. I that was stuff I I constantly kept hearing. Yeah, you can write this stuff. You can write this stuff. I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to do that. Made a good amount of money. Taxes came, came time to file my taxes. Wrote everything off. Tried to go get a loan. They said you ain't you ain't making no money. Mm. But I am. I made a lot of money. But since I wrote everything off, it looked like I didn't make no money. So what? I learned that my first year in business, like, hell no, they sending people off with this strategy. Yeah, bro. The, the best strategy you should do, man, look, is, is get the deduction that fuel your future. And the best deduction that can fuel your future is real estate. Real estate. And br- right. Break that down. Why, though? Why yeah, it- absolutely. The best deduction that we can get is real estate. And the reason being is because we know that real estate always appreciate over time. It ain't never going nowhere. Right, people are gonna always need a place to stay. Right, what we gotta do is though is make sure that we buy right. right? Facts. <laughs> you don't just buy real estate Facts. just for the sake of buying real estate to get a you know tax deduction, but we also want to make sure that we buy right as well. And so there there's a there's a a rule, a passive activity loss rules where if your income is under a certain level. Right then, you're only capped at twenty five thousand dollars of what you can leverage to offset some of your earned income, some of the, some of the W two income or some of the income that you're getting from your business. But if you become a real estate professional, if you get real estate professional tax status, now you open up a whole new arena of tax deductions that you can leverage and use to offset your W two or your earned income from your business. And so for a lot of my clients that have half a million, million dollars in revenue, I'm talking about, hey, let's go buy a piece of cash flow that's going to make you money today, right? We're going to go buy something that's going to make us more money, and we're going to get a tax deduction in the process because we're going to leverage a cost segregation study. What's a cost segregation study? A cost segregation study is basically us accelerating the depreciation on an asset, on, on a real asset, right? And for somebody to get, it's two ways that somebody can get real estate professional tax status. You have to materially participate in that real trade or business for 750 hours or more in a calendar year, right? 750 hours or more in a calendar year. However, they, the, the IRS created an exception. They created an exception that said, okay, you only need 100 hours if you do Airbnb. If you do Airbnb, you now can leverage, you can, you can now obtain real estate professional tax status so that you can offset some of your W-2 income. And so that is the biggest and the best deduction that anybody can get. And the reason being is because, one, you can offset, again, your W-2 or the income from your business, your earned income, right? And then what happens is when you try to go get some form of funding from the bank, the bank adds the depreciation back to your income. To keep things very, very, very high level, right? Let's say I got a client that generated um, half a million dollars in their business. And I say, hey, client, let's go find a a real estate property worth 300,000, right? We understand leverage. When we understand leverage, that means that we don't got to buy 
the property that's 300, 350,000 in cash. Right. We just need to put down a down payment, down payment. and closing costs. Mm-hmm. And we can do a cost segregation study that will allow us to write off the entire building. That can write off the entire building. All because of depreciation. Yes. And that's why I buy real estate every single year, bro. I'm buying real estate every single year. The moment I stop buying real estate, okay. Some taxes. I'm getting hit. You're getting hit. You know, I got to figure about figure out other ways. And so that's the, that's, that's the answer, right? When you're shopping around and you're asking, hey, how can you maximize my deductions while also making sure that I remain profitable on paper as well? Hey, you want to be profitable on paper. You want to be profitable on paper. And the way to do that is through real estate. So it's best to have a tax accountant that understands real estate, that understands the business, not just not somebody that's just got the textbook knowledge, you know. And we think that well, a lot of times we think just because somebody a tax accountant, they know all things covering taxes. Yeah, that's a, that's a mistake I made when I remember when I first when I got a business, found a CPA and stuff like that. I'm thinking he know everything. He because he's he a CPA. A, he a CPA. I'm thinking yeah. he know everything. He knew shit for nine to fivers. And he ain't helped me at all, for real. I said, yeah, damn, man. that's a lesson learned. You you want to you wanna work with somebody that's a tax strategist. Right. You want to work with somebody that understands how to leverage the tax code to your benefit. Right? That means we're doing everything with the highest level of integrity, ethical, and if there ever was a, ever was a risk, we know we passing with flying colors because we understand the tax code. And so I spent hours and hours of hours, bro, of time just researching and reading the tax code, going to conferences, studying, learning. Bro, I sold, last year, I sold $560,000 worth of tax plans. $560,000 worth of tax plans, bro, with no credential. With no credential at all. I, got, I became an enrolled agent in November of 2022. I was already at a half a million in sales. In sales already. In, in, in tax services. And the reason why is because people pay for value, bro. People pay for value. But with that being said, how do you sell that value to the point where they can see this is valuable? Because sometimes you can have something valuable and it could be so valuable and a motherfucker just still don't even see it. Yeah. So how do you make them see that? Like, this is what you need. You got to show them the number. Business owners like to speak in terms of numbers, right? Because I can tell you what tax planning is. You know, tax planning is a series of strategy sessions where, you know, we're going to work with you throughout the year to help you reduce your tax liability, right? We got some clients that meet with us monthly, weekly, quarterly, right? The first meeting is typically a goal-setting meeting where we want to understand what your goals are, right? right? And then we'll take a deep dive into your entity structure. Maybe we need to change a few things there. Right. And then now we can open up the conversation around, you know, what deductions should I be taking? Maybe let's talk about retirement, you know, or let's let's talk about real estate investing. We'll help you analyze those deals, source those deals, and we'll also help you get the capital to fund those deals. All that sound good. Right. All that sound good. But that business owner want to know, dog, what, what does that mean? <laughs> right. What does what that mean? Was right. So the way the model works is. We charge 30% of whatever we save you on taxes. And we tell you up front, we're going to do a deep dive analysis of your tax return, 
a deep dive analysis. I mean, we're going we, we gonna to look for every single deduction that we can take for you. And we're going to charge you 30% of whatever we can save you. And we're going to tell you down to the penny. Xavier, I can save you $100,021.79. We're going to tell you down to the penny. Guarantee savings. When you tell somebody, hey, here's what I'm going to be able to do for you. Here's what I'm going to be able to do for you. In savings, come on, bro, it's an easy sell. Easy. That's, that's, that's the easy part. Mm. What that's about- the easy part. But you got to deliver, though. Oh, right. You actually got to deliver. You got to deliver. Right. You just can't. Because a lot of that lead me into another point. This just crossed my mind. I want people to understand just because, because people get shit confused. They think just because people are good salesmen and good marketer, that equates to a good business person. And business is all about efficiency and actually execution. Mm-hmm. Marketing is a part of that. But marketing, after you get this, after you close the deal, you got to do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. And a lot of people, especially because of social media, you see people on social media, they might be great marketers and or great sales, but when they close that deal, they don't give a fuck now. It's like, I got your money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you on your own. So you, you for people that's listening that aspiring to be entrepreneurs, you get one into this, make sure not only you a good marketer, but you a good business person. You do ethical, ethics. you do mm-hmm. ethical, solid, solid business. But let me ask you this, because you talked about a business owner making them see the number. What about mm-hmm. somebody that's not a business owner, they're just a regular consumer? I'm talking about in sales, period. What's the language? How do you get them to see your vision when you're selling them something? Absolutely, bro. So now for the W-2 income earners, it depends, right? Because, you know, for those that are full-time entrepreneurs, they they tend to to think more in a bit of abundance. They have a they right. have a bit more of a effort mentality. Let me Facts. go out here and create. But there's a lot of W-2 income earners the same way. And they just like to do stuff on the side, but they enjoy their career. And what we do is we run scenarios and say, hey, if you picked up a piece of property, here's how much this would look like for you in tax savings. Right. Right. Here's here's what your refund would look like. You know what you can do with that refund? You can go buy another piece of property. You can pay off some of your daughters or son college debt. Or perhaps maybe we can contribute to a 529 plan. Right. So by the time they do go to college, they can go to college with no debt. So we got to show them what they can do with the money mm. if they do these things. If they do certain things. When, so for the, for the person that's listening and watching this, when, when should you be prepping yourself for tax season? You said if you start in February, it's too late. So what month, what time period should somebody start getting ready? Yeah, so let's, let's, let's be very clear. So when, when we say February is too late, we're talking about for the previous year. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's February 2023 and we're filing for 2022. Exactly. So if we want to make sure 2023 taxes, 2023 taxes is on point, we should we should be planning now. Plan right now. We should be planning right now. So come next year, we're in position. We're in position. And then it, again, I mentioned earlier, there are some things that we can still do retroactively. Mm-hmm. But you got to get me on a call. For us to talk, talk about, talk that. about, hey, talk there's some it. things that we can do retroactively. I didn't talk to a couple um, business owners later. They like, man, you know, a lot of business owners they getting their money through Zelle, QuickBooks, Cash App, um, all you know, uh, PayPal. But they like, man, I ain't, I ain't paid no tax in like two, three years. Mm-hmm. One first question is, what happens to people in those situations? And the second question is, 
how can they fix that situation if they ain't paid two, three, four years? Man, if you, if you got a social security number and you are a U.S. citizen, um, they can come after everything you own. They can stop you from flying. They can stop you from getting access to capital, access to credit. They can take your house. They can come after everything you own. Just from not paying. Bro. Is it a set number that you don't got to pay? Let's say you 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 only, you've been making $100,000 for three years straight mm. and you ain't, is it like a set number to that to reach that point, or it don't matter? It's not really a set number. It's about when they catch you. <laughs> <laughs> it's about when they catch you. You know, it's it's, it's better to, to if if you know that's you, let's get you right. So they you, you know. saying they could take everything from you? Yeah, absolutely. And as soon as they catch you, absolutely. It's a it's a process. It's a process, you know, right? You got to do a levy. You know, this is a process they got to go through. But yeah, the IRS can take everything from you. The government can take, the government owns social security numbers. Exactly. So they you can know? take all that. So what they do, to, so you, if you're in that situation, somebody in that situation, what can they do right now to make it right? Yeah, the, the best thing that you want to do is you want to call my team. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to call my team, you want to book an appointment, and let us, let us have a better understanding of your situation. And we're going to put together a plan for you. If you're behind on your taxes, we'll catch you up. If you feel like you're going to owe, don't worry. We got a solution for that as well. Maybe we do an offering compromise, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe we do something else. You know, so we we do have solutions up our sleeves because everybody's profile is a tad bit different. different. So in order for us to understand what it is that we can do for you, you, you got to reach out and you got to say, hey, I, I need to get my situation right. What's the craziest situation you've seen regarding, like, somebody in their taxes as far as they haven't been paying? Bro, Man, you know what? We just cleaned up somebody last week. What happened? We good, you good, we good, we good, we good, we good, we good. We got five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Outro. Okay. What's the question, bro? What's the craziest situation you've been seeing regarding somebody like not filing for a minute? Bro, look, I got one. I got one better than that. So I got a client who. Uh, they didn't file for 21. Um, not a minute, right? That's only that's yeah. only one year, one year you know. Um, but, dog, they was generating, they've been generating a million dollars worth of revenue since 2017. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever talked to them about doing an S-Corp conversion. Nobody ever talked to them about doing an S-Corp Why conversion. Why that's important? Why that's important at that point? Bro, it's, 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 it's actually important well before that point. <laughs> you know, typically we tell our clients, you know, once you get around that forty dollars to $50,000 mark, okay, let's let's consider 25534. Mm-hmm. You know, and let, let's consider doing an S-Corp conversion. And so this client, bro, was spending hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars playing self-employment taxes. He had an LLC. He just had an LLC. That's it. And he's, I mean, he's really bringing in some cash, bro. He really bringing in some cash. What's the what's the consequences of that? Having an LLC at that point, bro, you're gonna pay a shit ton of self employment taxes. Mm. You know the the goal is to legally understand how you can pay less in taxes, and so when you convert over into an S corp, you get rid of the self employment tax completely. You only pay self employment tax on your payroll, and the payroll that you run for yourself, and the payroll that you run for your employees, right. Right? That's big. And we tell we tell our clients all the time that what we want to do is with payroll, because some people pay themselves way too much. 
Way <laughs> too much. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You pay yourself way too much. You you don't need all that. You don't money. Need, I read Jeff Bezos only pay himself eighty thousand dollars a year. That was like a couple years ago. You know you 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 don't need that much money, bro. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of things that we can do with your lifestyle through the business. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that we can do with your lifestyle through the business. And so we tell our clients that you want to pay yourself what is known as reasonable compensation. Okay. Reasonable compensation, not too high, not too low, right? And we tell our clients to run payroll every quarter. And for us, it's typically 25% of your net profit mm. every quarter. Run payroll, 25% of your net profit every quarter. Mm. You don't need no more than that. You don't need no more than that. Unless we trying to do something else. To do something else. There we go. You know, yeah. if we're trying to do something else, okay, cool. Maybe this year you pay yourself a whole lot more, right? Because again, when we when we tax plan, that's why first understanding what your goals are is important. Facts. Because that allows us to say, okay, here's what we should do. These are the benefits. These are the cons. Here's the other thing that you can do too. You tell us what you want. We're just here to coach you, train you, educate you, and give you the guidance. But you are the individual that actually Listen. gotta execute and tell us what you want what done. You want, hey, you giving a you giving you giving too much sauce, bro. This this was this was definitely one of the ones you gave a lot of game and value. And for the, all y'all that's listening, it's tax season. I'll let my boy Gene. We gonna I'm gonna make sure I put them links to get at you yes. under the description and all that. And but before we wrap up though, you already know how much I appreciate you coming to the uh, city. Bro. You yes, we sir. link up every time you hit the city and, and uh, shit like that. But before I let you go, plug all your stuff where people can find you, follow you if they want to become a client of yours. Everything you got, plug it. Absolutely, man. So you can find me on all social media platforms, underscore, underscore, uh, Mr. Marshall, Eugene Marshall, real estate investor, inroad agent. I work for you and not the IRS. Um, name of the firm is Magnolia Tax Services. You can book a consultation at magnoliataxservices.com. Um, I'll also give um, X a special link in the, in the, in the, in the podcast notes as well. Uh, specifically for those folks, we, we, we'll have a free 30-minute tax planning conversation. And we can actually dissect everything right then and there on the call. And we can tell you immediately what it is that we can and cannot do for you. So uh, that's what it is. Magnolia Tax Services, Eugene EA. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah, make sure y'all tap in. Y'all know I'm on everything at Xavier Miller. And a million of mindsets. 